Balsamic pulled pork panini. Oh, because that's what you just ate? That's what I just ate for lunch. <laughs> and the taste is in my mouth, so I figured why not uh, replicate it? Okay, then I'm eating a BLT. Is that what you just yeah. ate? Yeah, although it was called a BBLT. What is that? What's the BB? What's a double B? Uh, ba- bacon. Balsamic bacon? Uh, no. Bacon. Bacon, bacon. Lettuce, tomato, and what? What's the other B? I don't know. Bread? Bread. It must be bread. <laughs> uh, bake, uh, bread and bacon, uh, lettuce, tomato sandwich. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Oh, yeah, bread, bacon, lettuce, tomato, yeah. the BBLT. Yeah. Right. I don't like it when, uh, I don't like that balt, the bacon, avocado, lettuce, and tomato. I don't like balt. I like BLT. Bacon. I like the avocado, lettuce, tomato. I don't know. Here's what I did in mine. I threw a little cheese on there, too. See, that's fine. How do you think, how you feel about that? I feel great about that. <laughs> I feel great about that. My wife makes essentially uh, that sandwich. Mm-hmm. But with uh, pepperoni slices, it's a she makes a P okay C L T P B C L T P C L T no B no B no bacon well bread oh bacon though uh, no bacon pepperoni sort of bacon pepperoni P oh. or P L T okay a P C L T pepperoni lettuce and tomato and cheese. okay P C L T okay that's what my wife makes it's got a Harper written all over it it's delicious um all right so that's what you're chewing huh yeah good that's what I was chewing too it's delicious it's well I, last week I don't know if you remember this last week. You and I unplanned. Oh yeah, chewed the same thing on the way in and the, chewed the same thing on the Weird. way out. Weird. That's not. That's never going to happen. It's again. Never. No, it's never going to happen again. Mark your calendars, Chew Crew. Mark your calendars. That episode is a collector's edition. It really is. I hope everyone listened to it. Yeah, I really hope so. Um, Valuable. All right, we have so, we have a bunch of things we're going to talk about. We're you know we're coming to you live right now from the editing room. Yeah, we not should. live actually. Taped. Uh, we're coming to you taped from the <laughs> editing room. But we are there live now. Queen, you know what? I, I like. I'm sensing that you're on a roll today. I think, think you're gonna so? be funny today. You think I'm gonna be pretty funny? Yeah, you're you're rolling. You're, you're like your hit rate is pretty good. Well, I'll tell you what. This is an unusual, unusual. It's, when's the last time we did a podcast at noon or one? You know what I mean? It's like right in the prime of the day. Right. Right. I find that we do them a lot now in the evening. Sure. After we're done with our work, then we share sure. the pleasure of the podcast. Sure. Now. I'm at the top of my game, right in yeah, the middle of the day. You're all, you, I mean, you haven't even started farting yet sure. today. Am I lunch in me now? Oh, man. The farting will come, and the editors will, it's will bear the brunt of that. Yeah, no, no. I, I remember poking my head in your editing suite yesterday post-lunch. Yeah. Well, right after lunch, and I was like, Why, where's all the farts? Yeah. And you said, uh, you know, nothing. Like, not one of you, you or our editor, our odd number editor, right. had, uh, had, had farted. Cocker yet. Daniel. Yeah, Cocker Daniel. Yeah. But... Um, but you said they were to come, and sure enough, the next time I poked my head in the office, it was, uh, you know, it was like somebody was cooking eggs. I know. Well, here, the thing about this is that uh, in this building, in the wintertime, they, what they say is they turn off the air conditioning. Yeah. And so, uh, but at the same time, there's these big glass windows, and, and the sun hits them, and it cooks in It's there. a bad move. Yeah. So when you're in that editing room, yeah. cooking in that editing room, yeah. and you're laying some, some farts into that we, thing. We call that cooking with gas, guys. Cooking with gas. Yeah. And uh, it gets pretty kind of like uh, like a Russian steam room in there. Speaking of, of Russians, <laughs> uh, our uh, our uh, you know our delightful uh, you know uh, post production Nagina Nagina yeah uh, boy oh boy so like she got a lot of you yesterday oh, too much fart well Rick was laughing about it. not fart although she did catch it when you walked over. 
to my editing suite and you opened the door and stuck your ass and farted and right. shut the door? Right. I, 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 I popped into your suite, stuck my ass just, just enough to get my ass, open the door just enough to get my ass in there. Yeah. And I, and I, you ripped one. I ripped and one and then closed the door behind me. Yeah. Got out. So she saw that, but then she, she also was like, let me see if I can do a Russian accent. <laughs> she, a couple minutes later, I, someone I, get Will Sasso in here, please. I walked by and uh, and Rick was laughing his ass off, okay. and her face was all red. Okay, and I guess like you had uh, gone to speak to Frank in, in my editing suite when I was I, I was out, or, or or back to Cocker Daniel, yeah. and you'd poked your head in and kind of like bent over to get something. Yeah, and her desk is opposite that door, right? And apparently she got about a foot of ass crack. Sure. Maybe right at the bunghole. Yeah. And I was like, Nagina, <laughs> you haven't... Uh, I live with that. Right. I see that all the time. Right. I was like, was that your first viewing of Kevin's ass cracks? She was like, da, <laughs> da. <laughs> she didn't actually say da. She, she could possibly, though, think that. I mean, I, mean, she, I mean, I've been showing my ass crack. She's such a sweet girl. I know, but it's my ass has been hanging out since we started here. You know what I mean? Believe me, I know. Do you think that's a uh, you think it's a that's a sexual harassment problem? Do you think I should need to pull my pants up? Well, Rick was making uh, me too comments about it that that was uh, that oh was you know I never thought about that. I'm not. I mean, obviously, there's nothing sexual. I just you know my pants fall down and my 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 butt crack hangs out sometimes, and if I have to bend over to pick something up, yeah, people see it. Do you think that's offensive? Because I'm the boss. Uh, you are. The I'm bo- the boss showing some ass crack. I always, I you know. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't I've know. never thought about that before. I don't think so. I think if you farted on her, that would be harassment, workplace harassment. I would never do that. It's just the way Kevin walks around is is. It's your body. Yeah, it's my. I have no ass. I've and seen it. Then I, I told stories about like being in like, like airport uh, restaurants. Sure. And like I'll sit and like you'll bend over and I'll see the person behind you like see your ass cracked and make like a shocked expression, sure, a gagged, a gag reaction. Yeah. What really yeah. got her was when I started telling her that the next time she sees your ass, to to make sure she checks out the the seam, okay, that, how your ass cracked, the, the the skin turns smooth and it goes all the way up to your neck, where God put me together. Yeah, is that what you're that's, that's exactly it. Those are your laces, <laughs> you know. Where God slapped me together that's is what he, you're trying that's to say. Where he stuffed you. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me say this to everybody out there. Uh, my ass crack uh, being exposed has nothing to do with any kind of harassment whatsoever. It's just. Uh, Obliviousness. It's not even obliviousness. It's just I don't care. I'm tired of pulling my pants. Well, up. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. I'm old. I'm tired of pulling my pants up, and they're just going to ride where they ride. There's nothing you can do about it either. Like right. your ass. I guarantee you, your ass is showing now. It is. Your ass is showing 95 percent of the time. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm you, sorry. You also Everyone may just have a high crack. Sure. Well, I don't think I do. I think I'm gonna have a low crack. A low. You have a low belt. You think you have a low crack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a low crack. What's your problem? I think you've got a high crack. <clears throat> really. Have a high crack potential. I do because high you, crack threshold. Because I mean, I've commented on it. Like the seam, yeah, of your crack really does go pretty high. Okay, well. it comes out of your pants. Okay, and then it's even less my fault. I don't think it's your fault. I am just I as think, God made me, sir. I don't think any of it's your fault. I am just as God made me, sir. Okay. Here, let me, let me. We have some sponsors. Before we get too far down the crack hole, yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Let's do. Let's do some sponsors. Yeah, let's do some sponsors. <clears throat> we've, okay, we've got two. Uh, we've got we've got two we've got two, hymns. Oh, hymns. Hymns. H a h i m s. Hymns. Hymns. H i m s. It's a a a a new wellness brand for men. They have okay. advertised with us. I know. Um, before. So, 
couple of stats for you. Okay. Okay. And I know a little something about this. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. Did you know that? I didn't know that. 66% of men lose men lose their hair by age 35? Yeah. I don't think that's true well, at all. Well, I, I think, I mean, this is the stat here, but I think it's, okay. it's, it starts lose, meaning like... Meaning it starts to, to go. Thin, yeah. Okay. Uh, but the problem is that when you notice the hair loss, it's already yeah. too late. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know most of my friends and... You know the, the 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 if you look at a picture, the hairline has receded. Yes. Yeah. So what they Certainly say with me, what they say is, the uh, it's easier to keep the hair you have than it is to replace hair you've lost. And so, if you want to keep your hair, you need to words anticipate. to live by. Yeah, Confucius said that. Okay. Is so that you need Confucius? to anticipate. This. That's a Confucius quote. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, the question is, if that hairline is slowly moving backwards, or if you have any bald spots. Yeah. What do you want to do? Do you want to do something about it when it's too late, or do you want to get in front of that problem? Okay, I want to get in front of that problem. Okay, so the solution here is you go to forhims.com. F-O-R-H-I-M-S.com. F-O-R? Yeah. It is okay. a, it's wellness for men. Sexual wellness, skin care, and, of course, hair loss. Okay? Mm-hmm. So now, look, I, I lived for six months of my life as a, as a man with a receding hairline when we made Beer Fest. In Beer Fest days. I was a bald man, and I got to tell you, I was treated differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, you were there on many different occasions. Guys, I just tr- stopped you from getting beaten up. Tried to beat me up yeah. for no other reason than they told me. I'd be like, "What I what I do?" And they're like, "You're stupid looking." But let me tell you that that's their problem. That's their shortcomings. Let that me. is their problem. But baldness uh, can be an optional thing. Okay, so you go to Hims, you get connected with real doctors, medical grade solutions, no uh, snake oil pills, or you know counter supplements it's prescription solutions backed by science okay you know waiting room no awkward visits with the doctor you save hours by going to forhims.com they will answer all your questions products are shipped directly to your door so for our listeners you order now we get a trial month of hymns for just five dollars today five bucks okay right now five dollars okay you see the website for full details five dollars this would save you this will cost you a hundred keep going keep going five it reminds me of my childhood in the pictures at Yankee Stadium Apple. Okay, hymns.com. Go to forhims.com. Okay, forhims.com. Slash chewin, C H E W I N. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash chewin, C H E W I N. You get five dollars. That's it, nice. It's, it's you get the whole thing a trial month for five dollars. Right. So that's a good deal. Good for hymns. That's a good deal. Thank you for hymns. Okay. What else you got? Okay, our friends at Brooklyn. Oh. Our old Brooke Lennon friends. I love these guys. I, 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 I want to meet these people. I think of them every night as I crawl into my crispy, clean, cool, delicious sheets. Can I tell you something else I've noticed about the, the Brooke Lennon sheets yeah. and the comforter? Yeah. The quality is so good yeah. on the sheets that, like, like I make the bed every morning. Mm-hmm. Like oh, you my, do? Yeah, I do. Good for you. Okay. With really nice sheets, it's easier to make your bed. That's a good point. Like, my, my wife uh, last week told me, like, she walked in and she was like, holy shit. <laughs> This, like, <laughs> hotel-quality bed-making job you just did. Holy shit, who made this bed? Holy shit, you make that? Mm-hmm. I was like, I did. She's like, this, like, hotel-quality. Mm-hmm. This, like, military-quality. Yeah, and I, to- I was like, it's actually, it's the, it's the strength of the sheets when I pull it. Right, it's a quality sheet. It goes flat Right. when I pull the, the comforter across the bed. Anyway, brooklinen.com. They won the best online bedding category by good housekeeping. They got 30,000-plus five-star reviews. Mm-hmm. The sheets are awesome. We have them on our bed, both of us. Your wife has said they are the I best know. sheets she she's ever it. had. This she is not it. a joke. You've no. got to get these sheets. They're awesome. Okay. Brooklyn, Brooklyn so, baby. Our people, brooklinen.com, gives an exclusive offer to our listeners. You get $20 off and free shipping when you use the promo code CHEWIN. Nice. C-H-E-W-I-N. 
at brooklinen.com. They are so confident in their product that their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. So the only way to get $20 off and free shipping, use the promo code CHEWIN at brooklinen.com. That is B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code CHEWIN. Brooklinen, they are the best sheets ever. That's a good one. I love these sheets. Um, thanks, Brooklyn. <clears throat> um, let's do um, some other self-promotion, Lemmy. Okay, let's do it. Let me tell you something. You want to know something? I do. I want to know something. It's out. It's out. When you say it, what do you mean? It's out. What do you mean it's out? It's it's, it's out in the world. Is, We've is, given birth. Is a baby? Have we made another baby? There's a new Hereford and Lemmy creation walking the earth right now. Mm, is he Beautiful. Beautiful. Is it beautiful? Yeah, yeah, totally beautiful. Is, uh, does he have our sense of humor? <clears throat> uh, in spades, absolutely. In spades, he does. Um, we have, uh, for the Chew Crew, the Chew Crew knows this already, but our, uh, our special dropped. It dropped on Tuesday. Yeah, you people can't see that I'm rolling my eyes. It dropped uh, on December 4th, meaning it's available now, meaning people can watch it this weekend, meaning you can watch it tonight, meaning you can watch it right now. You can watch it at your desk. You can watch it wherever, wherever you want to watch it. Yeah. You want to know why? Because it's, it's, uh, you can get it anywhere. What's it called? It's called the Potential Farewell Tour. And Heffernan Lemmy, the Potential, potential Farewell Tour. Or is it Lemmy Heffernan? Uh, it's, uh, let me Lemmy, see. Steve Lemmy, Kevin Heffernan, the Potential Farewell Tour. Yeah. Why? Why do we call it that? Well, because we're done touring together. Potentially. Potentially. It could be over. Potentially. Potentially. I think, well, farewell tours are big, you know. Like I think Paul Simon's on one right now, I think. With uh, by himself, or? I think so. Yeah, he's saying farewell. He said, "This is it." The thing about these farewell tours is that they're never actually farewell. Like the people, they're all potentially farewell. Always come back, but this in in our case, this is the farewell tour. Yeah, potentially, yeah. absolutely, potentially. potentially. Uh, and it could be because we're doing other things. It could be because we're done with each other. It could be because the crowd is done with us. That there are know. a lot of reasons. The crowd's never done with us. I never know. A lot of reasons why something potentially becomes the farewell. What tour. do you think? Why do you think it's potentially the farewell tour? <clears throat> um, I don't know because because uh, it could be that you found yourself growing too attached to me. I think that's what it is. And then it wouldn't be the farewell tour. Well, no, your wife is oh, like this is unhealthy. I see. You're talking about okay. Steve all the time. Yeah. Steve does shut this, it Steve down. Does that? Oh, so my wife shuts it down. Yeah. So it's like a Yoko thing. Sure. She's like. <laughs> Do you think Yoko did that with John? She said, you talk about Paul. You and Paul are making such good music. Sure. You talk about him all the time. Paul, Let Paul, it be Paul. potentially the last album. Yeah. Abbey Road, potentially the last album. What was their last album? Was it Abbey Road? Well, I believe that one, the one that was released last was not recorded last. So I get him confused. It's between Let It Be and Abbey Road. Um, but my point is, yeah, potentially... It could be the last one. I think it's just the last one. Um, but it's good, though. I mean, I, uh, I actually popped it on the other night. I haven't, I mean, I haven't seen it in a while. Like, it's been like, you know, whatever, six months since I've seen it. Yeah. And uh, good-looking special. Oh, really glossy. It's like polished. It's really glossy. We took a step up. Yeah, we really did. I mean, the stage is shiny. It's one of those things where there's a crane and the stage is shiny. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I, I do know what you're That's when you know I you have a there. real one. I was there. I know, but you haven't watched it in And a while. I've seen it. And I haven't watched it in a while. But, uh, no, I remember, you know, our first two specials we intentionally uh, filmed in the comedy clubs to get that rowdy Hefford and Lemmy, sure. uh, you know, atmosphere. Boozy, like a boozy atmosphere. Boozy, smoky, <laughs> sex-filled, 
drenched with uh, with sexuality. Right. Yeah, but now this one we did in a proper theater. We did a theater. theater. Our, you know, our reps were like, you R-E. guys need to, uh, you know, come on. Step up a notch. Step it up. So we um, and so we did it. And so now Comedy Dynamics has put it out. They put it out on Tuesday. And it's a it's a situation where it's on every platform. Yeah. So like they sent us a list of the cable uh, carriers that carry it. Yeah. And it's in in, in addition to like Directv and Dish and Spectrum and Comcast and the big ones. I mean there there must have been about fifty names on that. Oh, list. I'd say even more than that. Like, yeah. I mean it's in like third world countries. Yeah. Like yeah. like uh, there are all kinds of ones. It's, you it's know. in like hu- countries that have been hit by hurricanes. Sure. Sure. Like Guam and shit. Like yeah. That. All that shit. Panama. Like right now. Mariano Rivera is uh, in his mansion in Central America in Panama. He's watching the Hefford and Lemmy special. Sure, because he can. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, but in addition to that, there's all these kind of streaming platforms it's on. Like, mm-hmm. you can watch it on iTunes, Apple TV. You can watch it on... Vimeo, Amazon. Sure, Amazon. You could watch it on Google Play. You could watch it on your PlayStation, on your Xbox. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all, all the places where you can stream uh, shows and, t- and movies and stuff, it's available. And so what we put it up, uh, uh, we certainly put all the links up on our social media, uh, well, at Heffernan Rules and at Steve Lemmy. Yeah, although at Heffernan Lemmy on Instagram, you can find You can find that, that stuff. And then um, Facebook. We put it on Facebook. Uh, so it's all up there. But um, It's there for the taking. You can just go to your platform and type in Lemmy Heffernan, the potential farewell tour, and it's going to fucking pop up, and you can watch it yeah. immediately. Yeah. I, I looked on uh, Amazon. Boom, it was there. Popped it right up. Yeah, boom. 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 Did you rate uh, it? Did you rate it? Yeah, dude. Five stars. Five bro. stars? Okay, five stars, cool. bro. Cool. Did you leave a comment? <clears throat> no, I didn't. Kevin Heffernan's awesome. They would they would know if it was me, right? Would they? I don't know. I, I always wonder how, you know, somebody can trace it back to me, and I don't want to do that. Sure. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. I'd be surprised if there's somebody in an office watching <laughs> to make sure that you and I don't rate our Aren't, special. Yeah. In the chat room talking about ourselves? Yeah. That Heffernan and Lemmy are really good. It's probably some, th- like, sniveling guy named Snodgrass who's <clears> looking <throat> at it. And, you know, he's like, gotcha. He's like, gotcha. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> but the funny thing was, um, well, I feel a little bit guilty. Why do you feel um, guilty? Because we've been so busy with Tacoma FD. We've been so busy editing that I feel like we're neglecting our special a little bit. Yeah. We, we need to, we, we want, you need to get the word out that it's out because a, a lot of people are like, hey, how can we see your act? And it's like, yeah. oh, you can watch it actually right now. It's out there. And so um, we did one of those radio tours yesterday. Yeah. And uh, people always ask about those when I say, oh, we did a radio tour. What's that? Right. So the radio tours are like, since we're on the West Coast, yeah. uh, you know, all the early morning radio shows are really early for us. So early. It's super early. But like, you know, if you call into the East Coast or whatever, to the morning zoo show or whatever that you guys listen to on your radio. Um, and so what they do basically is they they put you uh, in in touch with this uh, producer, tech guy, PR people, and they create a tour where you can sit in the comfort of your own home. And what they do is they just patch us in to a radio station after radio station radio station. Yeah, it's like yesterday we did like seven or eight of them. We got up at 6 o'clock in the morning or whatever, yeah. and, and you just sit in your house. And uh, you were pro- sitting in your bed, though, right? I was first out in the living room laying uh-huh. on my couch in my new uh, rabbit fur bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, It should be a requirement now, I guess, then, that you have to send the picture to the radio station. You're in your rabbit fur bathrobe. Right now. now, just look. Where did you get a rabbit fur bathrobe? It's not real rabbit fur. It's, it's faux rabbit hair. Okay. It's faux rabbit. Where, where, 
I got it the it's same Eric place. Eric Stolhansky uh, fur? Yeah, yeah, it's his, uh, it's his, it's his hair. <laughs> Eric Stolhansky's pubic hair? Is that his man? <sighs> There's a lot of it. There's a lot. I don't know if you ever talked about it. Rabbit fur! Super Troopers too. that day he was covered in shaving cream. I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Stolhansky's a hairy dude. But like it looked like he never trimmed his bush. Oh, it was like a ZZ Top bush. He had like like seven inch pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 do you remember what he said? He's like, oh, I forgot. I was like, bullshit, I forgot. you forgot. For fifteen years, I forgot. Bullshit, you forgot. You've never, you've never, you know. And me, because I'm like a, you know, I'm either sure. shaved now sure. or well, like, you're Latino. I mean, that's part. Well, of I'm it Latino, there. and I've got a uh, younger, uh, beautiful wife from Miami <laughs> who's never seen a pubic hair in her right. life. Right. So uh, anyway, what but, the fuck's that? What yeah. the fuck? There's a hair coming out of your nuts. Yo, Stevie, I I, I will be listening to the podcast um, yesterday, <laughs> and you was talking about something I didn't understand. Yeah, um, what's pubic hair? Yeah, what, what's public hair? <laughs> no, no, not public hair. Uh, pubic hair. Uh, pubic? What that? We got publics in Florida. Yeah. No, not publics. What that? Pubic. What that? Um, it's uh, a hair that comes out of your genital area. It comes out of your dick? Shut the fuck up. No. Now you yanking my chitane. Uh, no. You get that shit lasered when you're 14, right? Yo, man. Disgusting. Yo, man, wax that shit. Anyway. Um, anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, we're talking about... You're, okay, you're laying in your living room with your rabbit skin. My faux rabbit okay, fur. Faux rabbit fur bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which I got from the set of Tacoma FD. Right. Oh, okay. It was, uh, you know, as the boss. Okay. I can uh, remove Request whatever. Request a bathrobe. Wh- rem- whatever article of clothing. Make me a bathrobe. I find in my. I think it was for a scene. Oh, it was for the. Um, <coughs> it's for the scene The boxing scene? No, it's for the scene When we're shooting The beefcake calendar I don't mind talking uh, okay. about that episode Because yeah. firefighters Make yeah. those beefcake yeah, 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 calendars yeah, yeah. And, and it's a good tease Yeah so this America is a, and the Chew Crew are going to tune into the beefcake calendar Yeah, so in that episode I'm wearing a rabbit fur uh, bathrobe Right Before, we, before I take it off Right. And start uh, shooting in the nude. Okay. Did you request faux rabbit fur? No, no. Okay. But you know, listen, we have uh, a wonderful costume designer. Her name yeah. is Kelly Kwan. Sure. And uh, my sister-in-law. That's she's married to Pat Heffern in the Key Grip. Mm-hmm. And Kelly does a fantastic job with the wardrobe. Wonderful. And uh, including this is this is what I love. This is this is when you know you have good crew members. Yeah. Is that they they actually bring something to the table in terms of, like jokes. Yeah, she's like, we think your character would wear this, and uh-huh. I was like, well, you thought right, uh-huh. Kelly. Because Faux rabbit for now. I'm wearing it at home. All right. There so you for go. the radio interview, I was out there, right, uh, in underwear and my rabbit, uh, faux rabbit fur robe. Yeah. And then my, you know, then the kids woke up at about seven o'clock to come out, uh, get ready for to watch a little TV before school. Sure. So then I went into the bedroom, right, where my wife had just been. Yeah. And that, like the bed was all warm. It was dark in there still. And I, I got <laughs> under my comforter. While with, talking to the morning zoo in Denver and Minneapolis and now Albany and yeah. whatever. Right? And then I lay, and this is at 7 a.m. Pacific. Mm. And now I'm under my comforter in my faux rabbit fur robe. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I was as snug as a bug <laughs> in a rug on drug. <laughs> it, it was sure. good. And I really had to fight to get out of. Oh, no. You know what? I did. You, you went to sleep. I did. I went to sleep. You did after we were done. I did. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like I, I got done. I was like, I should exercise. <laughs> I drove my kids to school after that. Yeah. I tell them I said, I just toured the country. You guys, I just toured the country in an hour. We did whatever. We, did, yeah, we did Denver and Phoenix and Albany and I don't know Minneapolis, whatever we did. And you just zipped around to all these markets and you did ten minutes on each morning radio show. Talked about the special. 
try to get people, you know, drum up a little support for did it. Did your kids like it when you told them that story? They did. They were like, like, what, what, what are you doing up, Dad? Like, they thought it was up weird that I was up before yeah. them because I got to be like six o'clock. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was, I was just doing a radio tour. Hmm. What is that? I was like, I, I just went to eight different cities hmm. for real. Hmm. I was like, well, on their radio shows. Hmm. You know, and uh, so old friends of ours that are out there in the world. But I, I did feel a little guilty that we haven't been promoting, but I want to make sure we promote. Well, you know, listen, I felt guilty that we didn't record a podcast for 10 weeks. That's true, too. But we're, you know. But we're having a good time. We're, we're in the editing room. We've, we're moving through uh, the season, going, going through new episodes, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to be here for a couple of months. I'll tell you what. We sacrificed for this TV show. There were some physical injuries, right? Our bodies paid, paid a heavy toll. You, you got wounded a little bit. Uh, in the shoot, I did well. I mean, I had a big problem, and then I had a smaller problem. Right, like I, I uh, for one take, I did smash, get my face smashed onto. Oh a, yeah, a desk. Right, right. Well, that was that was funny because like, you know, the the scene calls for you kind of hitting your face on a desk, and we were all standing back around the monitors, and uh, I think I went in before that take and gave you the old ramp it up pep talk. Yes, you did. Like, uh, hey, this is pro wrestling. You said come in hot. Come in hot. Right. And uh, we're watching it, and no special effects, no nothing. Literally, we sat there at the video village and watched you slam your face into the desk, and everyone at the thing was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Well, because what happened is, I don't want to give anything away, but I, while I was in the motion of dropping my head down to the desk, my hands uh, slipped. Yeah. And so I actually, I was falling with momentum. Yeah. And I slammed my face. And, and I also hit the placard on the desk. Right. And uh, I could hear the gasp come from the other room oh, yeah. where the video goes. You know, because you just be silent on a movie set. You, know, yeah. you can't make noise. You can't screw the take. Everyone yeah. was like, <gasps> Definitely rang my bell. Well, because we walked in after that. Yeah, you definitely could see in your eyes, like, I don't think he's acting. Like, it's, he's, his, his eyes are a little screwball-y right yeah. now. You know but I, mean? I was there. Yeah. I was there because... The actress I was acting opposite across was so shocked yeah. that she forgot what her line was. Mm-hmm. And out of the corner of my, <laughs> mouth, my mouth, I told her what her line was. <laughs> That's right. That's I was right. there. I was That's there. That's right. And, uh, and we uh, called cut, and then we went into under the set, and immediately your face started swelling up. And like there was a, you know, a yeah. considerable bruise on the face that was forming. Yeah. Which we had to cover up. <laughs> cover up and ice and ice. But, you know, my, my face is pretty hard. Yeah, tell me about it. Like, uh... Hard on the eyes. Hard to look at. You, you know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, like in Super Troopers 2, right. you know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a scene mm-hmm. in the cold open where I hit a windshield. Yeah. I fought. Right. And, and, right. And for that one, I did my own stunt. And I was yeah. lifted up in the air. Yeah, it's uh, wire work. You did a little wire work. Wire though. work. Yeah. And I would say I was six feet above the car. Yep. So that's, you know, you're like 10 feet up off yeah. the ground, but, you know, but six feet up, up from the windshield of the car. Yeah. And then it's a drop. They just drop they you drop free you fall. on there onto the windshield. Yeah. And my face is supposed to hit the windshield. Right. And, you know, I got a pep talk from the stuntman. He's like, look, you got it. And I had to, I had to fall a certain way. Sure. I don't want to give anything away. Sure. But uh, he said, look, if you, you sell it. if you don't fall a certain way yeah. and get it perfectly, you're going to have to do it again. Yeah. And he told a story about the film adaptation where he had to fall. Oh, right, right. Okay. He had to fall. I remember that. It's the the part at the end where Nick Cage and his brother or whatever in the car, yeah. or, or at least Nick Cage is in the car, they have an accident, and he goes flying out the front window. And lands on his face. Right. On, on the gravel. Unconscious. Yeah. Meaning he cannot break his fall. 
Yes. Like, he can't look like he's breaking his fall. It's it's him being thrown from the car. Yes, his face just has to hit the con- the, the gravel. Right. And how the stuntman kept flinching and kept bracing his fall, and the stunt coordinator kept coming up to him and saying, dude, the shot is that you are unconscious. Like right. you're, We can see that you're bracing yourself. Right, right. And he said he had to do it like some, like 12 to 18 times Jesus. or something like that, and okay. his face was getting fucked up. So he told me that story. Right. And Shander Sekar told me that story, and they're like, so it's really up to you. Right. But so you remember on the first take, I nailed it. Yeah. Well, I mean. And my face also shattered the windshield. Exactly. Like, cause, and we were watching it, and we're like, the, we saw your face break the windshield, and we were like, wait a minute. Is that, was that a breakaway windshield? Like, was that supposed to happen? And then it became clear that it was not supposed to happen. Right. But it looked great, and we ended up using it, that but, shot. Yeah, well, I nailed it. Because you broke the fucking windshield with your face. And I didn't. Fucking, and I hit my mark exactly. Huh. Didn't flinch. So this this face is hard as a fucking rock. Sure it is, yeah. Like, I'm not, you know, like Beer Fest, we did a scene where I get slapped by uh, Krista Crundle. Right, right. Yep. Like, I just sat, I mean, I, I had been actually slapped by that woman in real life plenty of times. Sure. So, but I just took it. Like, I'm not afraid of the face shot. I just take it. Sure. So just fucking sure. do it. Let's get it over with. Sure. Yeah, the face shots, you know, I could take the, it's the, it is the kind of bracing yourself out of fall thing. That's a hard thing to do. Yeah. To try to not, you know who's to make a, look at your, you know who's a pussy about taking the face shot? Who? Shandra Sekar. <laughs> Is he? Oh yeah. I mean, you look at the like. I mean, he had to do it like ten. Oh, in that scene. In that scene, he he had to get the slap like twelve. Well, times. she fucking hit. She wasn't messing around. No, I know she's a powerful. And woman. you know what? In my mind, I believe I also went into her and gave her the same pep talk I gave to you Going on hot. the Tacoma FTC. Going hot. And I was like. It's got to look good. Yeah. It's got to look real. She hit him. She smacked the glasses <laughs> off my face. I know. And that takes in beer fest. Yeah, that is the take. That take is in beer fest, yeah. which is fucking great. Um, All right, so you smacked your face. But that's that's a, that's the smaller one. That's the okay. smaller one. Because that was like, it wasn't like, the swelling wasn't out of control. We got it down, and, sure, the, sure, and I was fine right. the next yeah, day. Little injury was fine. But uh, I fucked up my back. Though. Oh, yeah, right. I fucked up my back. I had to yeah. carry an actress as you know, one of my many... <laughs> Sexual uh, <laughs> scenes, sexual escapades. I had to carry a woman through a uh, over the threshold. Right, but she had objects in her hand, so it wasn't mm-hmm. like she could really like put her arms around me and help with the lift or anything. So I, yeah, I had to pick her up, and she was my size. Yeah, and so in rehearsal, we did it a few times. I'd pick her up, you know, from the ground, right, and lift her up, and then we shot it probably. And like, the first bunch of times, like ah, it's no big deal. Yeah, it's no big deal. Right, and then but you're old, mummy. Dude, and then I'm old, and uh, and we probably did it, I'd say I did that like 12 times. Sure. And I was fine. Yeah. I was fine until that night. I went to sleep. I fell asleep yeah. early, and at about midnight or one in the morning, I woke up with the worst back pain I've ever had in my oh, lower okay. back. Yeah. Like, the pain woke me up. Yeah. And then I didn't sleep again that night, because mm-hmm. the pain was so fucking bad. Right. And then I came in to, to shoot the next day, and like, I was in tremendous pain. Sure. And it lasted, you know, probably like two three days sure did you ever get checked out nah it went away it went away i could feel that it was getting better okay but uh and i don't even i took i took like uh like tylenol or you know extra okay. tylenol. Yeah, it took like an aspirin or something yeah, whatever was good. you know it, uh, i rubbed dirt yeah. in the wound and uh, rubbed dirt on my going. back no, you good. fucked up your back too though uh i did i mean i've had you know a bad back on and off but i've been pretty good for the last few years i had to pick up a little person in this also um hmm. much like you had to pick up hmm. And, uh, oh, that person was you. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Interesting. There was a scene uh, where I had to lift you. Yeah. 
and uh, and carry you. Uh, well, two different scenes, and um, you know, I, I'm always very kind of cautious with my back because yeah. I, you know there was a time where it was really hurt, and then I kind of rehabbed it, and it's been fine for years. But you always think it's on the edge of going again, you know. Sure. And so um, I had to lift you yeah. in, a, in a fireman carry. Yeah. And uh, uh, the first couple times it was totally fine. Yeah. But then after a while, I guess you could sense because I also had the tanks on my back and I yeah. had you on my back. And uh, the, well, the funny part was we also I think we've told the story before, but the masks that we wore in the in the in the fire show. Uh, some of them were old masks. Yeah. And so they didn't function properly with oxygen. Mm-hmm. And essentially, you don't think about it, but you put that mask on, it's supposed to be a sealed thing so that smoke can't get in. Mm. So that you can't breathe when it's on there. Yeah. And so uh, because of the scene we were shooting, I had to wear one of the old masks. And uh, there was one time where I picked you up and like I, 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 I gasped for breath. Yeah. But there was no breath to be had. Yeah. And I went... Ooh. And I sucked it, and the mask sucked into my face. Mm-hmm. And it was while we were doing a take. Yeah. And I ended up, I was real, it was like in slow motion. I realized I'm falling down. Yeah. And you're on my back. Yeah. And like, I was, I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to go down here. Yeah. And uh, I started falling backwards, and I was like, holy shit, I'm going to crush Lemmy. <laughs> I'm going to fucking crush him right now. Yeah. And it was all in slow motion. I was like, Lemmy is about to fucking die. Yeah, and I fell backwards onto you, like you fell into a desk. Yeah, no, it's funny because it was fast motion for me. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And then all of a sudden, we were toppling over and fucking slammed into the desk and a wall. Yeah, and uh, and you were on top of me. It, I've I've looked at the footage of it because it's funny because we have it footage and I thought it'd be a really funny blooper. Yeah, and it's really not as dramatic as it was in my mind. Sure, it's really just kind of like a. A, a leaning kind of fall. Like, in my mind, it's like my feet went up in the air and I pancaked you. Sure. I know you were. You said you were worried that you had maybe, like, I had lost a leg. <laughs> that you, For some reason, <laughs> yeah. I had lost a leg. But it's like, it, it reminds me of that time uh, when I did zero, zero gravity. Yeah. In Las Vegas. I was on right. the airplane. In one of those parabolic uh, yeah, plane the airplanes things or whatever. Yeah. And uh, everybody was floating. And they tell you, they're like, you know, you're coming out in five seconds, so, you know, get ready. Like, get in a position to brace yourself. And I found myself floating underneath like a 260-pound guy. I was like, oh, fuck. And we came out of the gravity, and the dude just dropped on top of me. It was right. like, <laughs> They didn't worry about that. No. Don't uh, hover below a fat guy. Yeah, get out of the way. If you Make sure when we say 10 se- coming out that uh, you get in good position and get away from being underneath the fat guy. Um, yeah, you lifted me. You had to carry yeah. me uh, without any assistance. A lot that right. day. And then the next, I think it was the next day or the day after that was another scene where I carried you. Yeah, and then I carried you. Then you carried me. And uh, right. the funny thing is, because f- for, for you, though, we had to do some wire work. <laughs> we had to get What's you the matter, Lemmy? Huh? You can't you lift, the, about, lift the guy up? You, you, you weigh 110 pounds uh, more than I do. Uh, sure. And sure. Uh, that's just fact. Sure. That's and just a fact. funny because like, yeah. I had to carry you, and when they, would lift it, when they would lift you up so that you were weightless on my shoulder, it, yeah. you could see... That you were it off didn't of look my real. body. It didn't look real. And my effort wasn't good. And so yeah. I said, no, no, lower him. I need to feel some of his weight so that I'm straining to carry him. Right. that's part of the joke is that I'm carrying you and it's right. s- strenuous. Do you think they lowered as much uh, weight onto you as you were to me? 
I'll tell you. Like this. they lowered half of my weight onto you, which was the same as your weight being on top of me. I think that they lowered. No, I think they lowered uh, <laughs> two hundred and sixty pounds onto me because once I picked up any of your body weight, it's yeah. like it's real body weight. Yeah. And the thing is, like, they would lower it, and then you know, you whenever they say, "Okay, we're rolling," there's always a bunch of last minute shit that has to like, hold on, yeah. hold on, we got Fix a prop this, in the, and the, the ma- booms in, the yeah. mask is in his face, and, all that yeah. stuff, and so that would be happening. Yeah, and my legs were fucking shaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "We gotta go, we gotta go," <laughs> which I thought was funny, but it it made it look very real. But that it was after you hurt your back, so that's like a danger. Yeah. If you hurt your back, and again. I could feel like as the day wore on, I could feel that dull ache coming. Yeah, me too. And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna have a tough night tonight." Yeah. But I got over it. That's okay. We're fine. You had to do other. You got other indignities, didn't you? Didn't you have to? Oh, I had to shave. I had to shave my chest. Oh yeah, again. you had to shave again, didn't you? Yeah, shave. What? My chest. Uh, you that, love shaving your chest hair, no, though. I like to uh, nair my chest. What's the difference? Well, the difference is that with what's nair, the difference? What's the difference with nair? You just put this cream on your body and you get in the shower yeah. and wash the hair off, and it just comes out in the drain. How does that work? Uh, the chemicals. Kill the follicles. I mean, can you imagine what you're saying right there? So you put chemicals onto your hair that make the hair fall out? In the chest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that must be like fucking some toxic shit. Listen, you can get it over the, on, you know, at the supermarket <laughs> on, the, on sure. the shelf. But the sure. shaving thing is like they take... Because the thing is like... I couldn't and why would you time. do that instead of shave? Because I was also shooting topless scenes where I had a, a hairy chest. Okay. That day. So like, okay. we, like in the morning we shot a hairy chest scene, right? Because there was a stretch of like a week where I was naked a lot. Yeah, yeah, maybe sure. like two weeks where I was yeah. like shirt off a lot, oily a lot. Sure, like, I could think about that. Yeah, and then like the funny thing was that then we shot a scene where I needed to have a hairy chest. Right, right. And so then the makeup artist had to glue. <laughs> I had to have a torso wig. <laughs> Did you save your hair uh, and then just use that to glue back onto your body or no? No, no. They, okay. they bought special uh, chest merkins for me. <laughs> and, uh, and they glued them onto my body. I don't want to give it too much away. Right. But I wound up being wet in the scene. Okay. And so then that became a problem because the glue couldn't hold the, the chest merkins <clears throat> on my chest. Okay. It is a whole big fucking thing. Chest Merkin. It is a whole big thing. So, That's you know, a good band name. Chest Merkin. Chest Merkin. Chest Merkin. <laughs> With a new album coming out called Shave the Date. Shave the, Shave date. the date for the new Chest Merkin album. Um, do you, li- you like being shaved, though, right? I mean, it's not... I have to admit. I have to I admit. I have to admit. That every time I, I get hairless, admit. every time I go hairless... I mean, my wife is like... Like, I walked in the door and I took my shirt off. My wife was like, meow, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you see that right? Get your hairless body over here. Yeah, she's like, you look, you look fly. Mm-hmm. She likes it, and right. I have to admit, like this time, I I liked it too. Okay, because it's just that like, you're clean. I mean, I'm I'm letting it grow back. So you like it? Like, sure. What do you think about that? Eh, it's okay. A little nipples. A little, yeah, little tiny tiny um, in the world, Kevin. Yeah, it's great. Um, but you're clean now. You're clean. You're you're growing back. So you're fine. Yeah, I'm growing back. But I I've been considering, you know, keeping it. Keeping it. Shaved? Yeah, I like it. Okay. I like it. I like it. Well, because, you know, the thing I is, like, like I'm, I'm in okay shape right now. Okay. And that's the difference. It's like, uh, when we were getting ready for the, uh, I don't even remember. I, like, it's weird. It's a weird thing to wax your chest or, or shave your chest. Yeah, I've never or, done it. Or nair it. Never done it. But you don't have any hair on your chest, do you? Yeah, I do, but, you know. Do you have any hair on your chest? Yeah, I do. But, you know. How much hair do you have on your chest? I don't know. What do you, what do you want to say? 
That's like hair. 20 hairs. It's a lot of hair. I had that when I was like... It's not gorilla hair. <laughs> what are you doing with the mustache? What's going on now? You so, you know, we're, uh, we've been told uh, when we're going to need our mustaches again. So we, we shot some promo. F- I think the last time we talked to the, the, the Chew crew, we were in the midst of shooting these promos. We finished shooting the promos last week, and then we thought that we would be immediately shaving our mustaches, correct? Yeah. And... Uh, they uh, told us, oh, you better hold on to them because we might do some more shooting. Yeah. And that kind of burst our bubble because I was ready to get rid of it. So they gave us the date. But then, um, you know, a, a couple of our friends are, uh, are producing and writing this, uh, this new Mr. Mom reboot okay. that, uh, that right. Voodoo is doing right. online. Similar right. like to the Karate Kid uh, was a web mm-hmm. series. Sure. The, you know, Cobra Kai, they're doing that with Mr. Mom. Mm-hmm. And so I'm acting in it next week. Yeah. And uh, they asked, do you still have your mustache? I said, I do. <laughs> and I said, would you would, would you keep it? We think it informs your character. Informs your character. Yeah, I'm like oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Okay, yes, fine. Okay, but I told my wife, you know, it's like because essentially right now, like the way I can do it is is film next week and then shave it. Yeah, and then two weeks later, I need to start growing my mustache again. Right. And my my, my wife was like, "Why don't you just keep it?" Yeah. I was like, "No, no, I can't." I can't. I don't like having the mustache. I need to take it off so I can feel the skin of my, my children's cheeks when I kiss them. Oh. Because they don't like me to kiss their, their cheeks. Sure. Sure. Because it hurts. It's gross. And my wife, and I don't like kissing my wife because like, the mustache comes back in on my upper lip. We sure. talked about sure. this. Sure, we talked about this. What are you doing? Are you shaving? When uh, are you shaving? I, I, probably, I might shave. Okay. Maybe this weekend. I don't know yet. Okay. Thinking about it. Maybe the Chew Crew will see a picture of me. Yeah, why do you, have a, why do you still have a mustache? You can shave right now. How long know, does it take you to grow well. that mustache? Um, you know, it, 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 to be camera ready, Yeah, I, I think, you know, three to four weeks is, is what I need. I'm three to four weeks. Okay. Four weeks then. Chew <laughs> uh, Crew, you can't see it. I'm giving him a, a skeptical look. But as long as we have it back by the end of January, right? We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be fine. Um, I opened up my... Um, I'm, not cha- I'm changing the subject down here. Okay. I opened up uh, my... Uh, my Directors Guild magazine the other day. Mm. You know, you get the yeah. you get the magazine, and you know, I was in the Directors Guild. Yeah, you get the magazine, yeah. and I open it up, and you know, every week there's or every month, whatever it is, they have this big picture with all these people in a standing together in a group, mm-hmm. the, the new inductees. Yeah, and lo and behold, who's there? Steve Lemmy was in my who, magazine this who week. Who there? I was like, holy shit, there you are. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because uh, a lot of people took it seriously in the sense that they got dressed up and stuff. And you were in like fucking sweatpants and flip-flops or some shit like that. Well, you know, like. But I'm just saying, congratulations. Thanks, Kev. Thanks. <laughs> uh, to be fair. You're a director now. To be fair to me. Well, actually, just I literally mailed my form in today. Yeah. Like a few hours ago. I, I got, you know, you have to get uh, three endorsements. Three other directors, right? Have to, have to endorse you. Yeah. And so I had you. There you go. Congrats. And then Andrew Gerlin, the, uh, yeah. the, 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 uh, the creator of uh, Married. Yep. Uh, that was on FX. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I had this third one I had to get. I was like, you know, I talked to Soder. I talked to Shander Sekar. And they're yeah. both like, yeah, come on over and do it. And it was yesterday in the pouring rain here in L.A. I was like, yeah, It's oh, far away, too. Drive. Those guys are on their side of town. Yeah. And so I found a uh, director in the building who I've never met before, a DGA director, okay. uh, a 70-year-old man okay. uh, who's directed like 70 things he, he signed for me. Okay. Anyway, so uh, it's in the mail. And, I, and did you guys do an interview so he, so he felt comfortable vouching for you? or just a, No, he just came in and, and endorsed okay. me. You seem like a fine, upstanding young gentleman. I'll sign that for you. Well, he was like, we had a little pregame. He, he's, like, he's like, so wait a second. You directed your, your episodes before joining the DGA? Uh, I said, oh, he's I did. He's going to report you. He's going to no, report you. That's what I did, too. 
<laughs> I was like, yeah. And we bonded about that. We were, we were rule breakers. I did it too. Yeah, and then he happily, then he happily signed everything. So, yeah, so now I'm, I'm in the DGA now. Okay. Kev. So we're, we're Congratulations, peers. man. Thanks, dude. I'm, really, I'm proud of you. It's a, it's a big deal. I, I love it. I love directing. I can't wait to do some more of it. Okay. Um, Kev, let me ask you a question. Yeah, go. What's your favorite type of acting? I, I asked this for a reason because I was making a list of like my favorite scenes that I've gotten to act in, and, I, and I've come to the conclusion that I prefer a certain kind of acting. Okay, um, I like different kinds of actings. Acting, I found um, between Super Troopers Two and Tacoma FD, I like out of uniform acting. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh, I hell like yeah. it when there's those rare moments in these movies and TV shows where I'm not in a uniform. Sure, like the very last in scene, my comfy clothes. The very last scene we shot. Yeah. Well, the beefcake calendar, I'm in a, a fur, a faux fur bathrobe. Sure. I like that sure. kind of actor. Sure. In sure. the very last scene we shot, we were in, we were naked under hospital gurneys. Yep. Gowns, hospital gowns. Hospital gowns. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, but, well, well, gurneys, now it's, I, I, I've tipped my hand then. Uh, okay. I like doing lying down acting. <laughs> like, you're talking about like scenes where you're supposed to be lying down? Yeah. Right. Like, a bed scene, for instance. Sure. Because if you're in bed, then you're in your underwear. Right. Underwear acting is the best. Yeah. You know? I've done a couple of those recently where you're in the bed under the covers and you're like your pajamas or whatever. You had a, And you just lie there. How, you, had a, you had a bunch of lying down. I had a couple of them. I, I had a couple of them. one in uh, episode seven. Yeah. You have a, you were, that means you're in bed like for six hours. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that's what's nice. And then, uh, but the funny thing to me is you had one. You had a lying down acting scene. And then I won't give away what it is or whatever, but then you made the suggestion that as my character walks through your lying down scene, yeah. that my character hits you in the nuts. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, what a, oh, what a selfless yeah. act because he's doing his favorite kind of acting right now. Yeah. And that now he's asking me to hit him in the nuts. Yeah. Which is the opposite of that relaxing acting. Mm, but you know, Kev... I don't know about you, but for me, it's all about the uh, the final piece of art. There you go, bro. Anything it's all about for the, the laughs. Anything for the show. For the laughs. So, like, yeah, we had... Uh, it's funny, because uh, the scene you're talking about, I was actually in a Barca lounger. Yeah. And... Uh, reclined. Oh, I reclined it all the way. Mm-hmm. And then the director of that episode was like, all right, we need a, an activity for you. This happened yeah. a couple times. They're like, yeah. we need an activity for you. Like, should you be reading a magazine? You're playing a video game? I was like, I got one. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> And so, you know, then what happens is, like, you know, when you're shooting the scene, the camera's, all right, we're facing the guys now who are sitting at the table, which means that I'm on the other side of the camera over in the Barca loungers. Right. And people were like, oh, man, Lemmy's just staying there. He's going to throw his lines. So I, ha- I didn't have any lines. Sure. I'm just, like, background. I'm in there. So, like, I closed my eyes, and I took, while we were working, I took, like, an hour nap. Sure. Like, I woke up, and they were like, all right, you ready? And I was like, whoa, the camera's aimed at me. I'm like... <laughs> oh, how long? How long was I out for? I was out for like a good hour. It's method acting. Oh man, that's good. That was fantastic. I know. That's my sleep acting. That's my favorite kind. Sleep of acting. acting is good. Good fucking acting. Yeah, that's uh, great. But I did. I did some Barca lounger scenes. I did some bed scenes. I did a. I even did a scene on, on a gurney. Oh wow. Okay. Wait. Did I do? Oh yeah. I did. Yeah. Scene you were next to the scenes with yeah, you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Those were. I. I loved. It. They were like. Uh, Those are good scenes. Not giving anything away, but there were a few firefighters on gurneys. We're yeah. all next to each other, and we were all having a good time. <laughs> that's that's my kind of gurney acting. That's the gurney acting. That's the best recline acting and hospital gown acting. That's pretty solid too. Um, okay, all right, we got to get wrapped up here. Let's but um, have you uh, you see that new Avengers trailer? I saw it. Just it dropped an hour ago. It dropped. 
I got to tell you, I love those Marvel movies. I do. I like them too. Here's my concern though about that okay. Avengers trailer. People okay. haven't seen it yet. You know, like the the third Matrix movie, because they had created that like scenario, and then everyone was all fucking serious all the time. Yeah, well, that's because they were at a rave party in uh, post apocalyptic. I, I uh, know, Earth. but like that's what it, I mean. Avengers. I hope it's not that because it's like it's very serious. It's very doom and gloom serious. It's pretty emo. Yeah, it's pretty. Emo. And I'm like, I hope they're not losing. I mean, the great thing about those movies is the are the is the comedy and the kind of wink of it. You know what I mean? And yeah. I hope we're not, you know, you know, those Matrix movies, that's the problem. They got a little too serious. They take themselves a little too seriously. And then they, then you find yourself in trouble. I think we'll be okay because it's like, you know, you got Robert Downey Jr. Sure. And he's a funny guy. Yeah. And then in the trailer, Ant-Man shows up. And I'm like, there, here we go. Now we're, now we're talking sure. here. We got sure. some Ant-Man in here. And then, sure. you know. You had Thor. You got a little shot of Thor in there. Looking sad. And um, Yeah, he was looking <laughs> sad. But, you know, Thor's cocky as balls. I know. But I'm just saying, there's that chance. You got to be... I hope if they can go in and take my... T- heed my warning. Go back in and edit. Make sure you got some jokes in there. On the flip side of all of this... Yeah. The, the, uh, uh, across the universe, you got DC Comics, who tends to just be so over the top with their, yeah. their, their drama and their darkness. And their, yeah. their depressed superheroes. But I'll tell you what yeah. I want to see. Yeah. Aquaman. I know. Because I, I, Momoa, like all I those like trailers. I like Momoa. All those trailers, Momoa's like, uh, he's, he's making jokes. I love Momoa. Did you, I didn't watch Saturday Night Live, though. Did you watch it? I didn't watch he it. He hosted it. Yeah. I have it taped. I saw the uh, I saw the teaser where he like gets out of the shower and wraps a towel around his waist and yeah. walks down to the writers' room. I didn't see that. <laughs> he could be the new Rock, bro. Momoa should be. He's funny. He's he's good looking. He's tough. We'll see. Let's write a Let's write a movie for Momoa. For you, and Momoa, a two hander. I'd love to write a fucking movie for Momoa. Yeah, you could play his dad. What's up? Oh, Kevin. <laughs> oh, Kevin. Uh, you know. I'm just saying, how old do you think Momoa is? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That really hurt. That really hurt. Wow, it really did. I didn't I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I really took the wind st- out of my stick sails. That <laughs> stick that knife in and twist it. Sorry about that, bro. Oh, boy. How's, right. how's your back? <laughs> God, I won't be able to sleep tonight. Because it'll be a pain in my heart, Kev. I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm, I'll always do shows with you, bro. Okay, I'll, you I'll always do movies with you. What are you going to eat? I'm going to eat a plate of the shit that you just uh, <laughs> fed me on your way out. Something to keep you young. Eat something to keep you young, bro. Momoa. <laughs> I'll play his dad. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, when you eat seaweed. I'll be laughing out. all the way to the back. Aquaman's dad. Yeah. Who's too old? Who's his father now, Kevin? Who plays Aquaman's dad? I've seen the trailer. Is it like Defoe, Willem Dafoe? Dafoe, yeah. No, no, it's not him. He's not the dad. He's like the guy who trains him. His like, mentor? Yeah, the dad is... Uh, Fuck, I know. Oh, Dolph Lundgren, maybe? Dude, Dolph Lundgren is Momoa's dad. I I don't know. I think so. I'll nut. I'm going to come out and say yes. I hope they get uh, their shirts off together. (laughs) I I don't think Dolph still has that kind of Oh, bullshit. Well, you're going to find out in Creed. Yeah, I'm going to go see Creed Creed 2 this weekend. I'm going to take the kid and go see it. I bet that's going to be good. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm psyched for that. Yeah. It's going to be dope. Yeah. Let me know so how uh, how dope. Lundgren's body's looking. I will. I'll let you know. His body's a temple, dude. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> watching it. He just hey, let me watch it. Dolph Lundgren's body looks really good. Yeah. Okay. Talk to you later. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. All right. Fuck it. All right. Let's wrap this up. Okay. What are you eating? I'm eating shit. <laughs>
Uh, are, you, are you really yeah, eating well, shit? Yeah, you know, I've got a big heaping pile of it in front of me. Oh, wow. No. Okay. No. Sorry. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Yeah. No, that's not, that's not what you're going to have, right? I'm going to eat. Come on. Eat something that brings you back to life. I'm going to eat. Blue Dorito. Ooh. I'll eat a Blue Dorito. Ooh. By the way, to, to, to our friends Ashley and Todd over at uh, that restaurant that we like so much, yeah. uh, I've sampled some of the uh, the Basil Hayden rye that they left for me, and it's delicious. Oh, really? So you did some drinking, huh? Yeah. But, but, you know, it's because they had also dropped off a bag of Blue Doritos, which, you know, which is gone. But sure. Uh, over here in the editing suite, uh, our, our lovely Nagina mm-hmm. and uh, and Rick, the people we were discussing, they, yeah. uh, they when they stocked the place, they... They got you two giant bags of blue Raiders for you. Yeah, for me. For you. But other people got in on that, which... Uh, yeah, Cocker Daniel, he likes those. You're not supposed to get on the boss's supply of well, blue Doritos. I mean, blue Doritos cross all boundaries, pal. They really do. Don't forget about that. We should drop some bags of uh, blue Doritos on war-torn countries. You think so? Guys, cool it. Let's have some blue Doritos. Bring the together. world back together again? Yeah, one Dorito at a time. Everyone loves blue Dorito. Yeah, and by blue Dorito, we mean the ranch flavors. I've, I've seen ranch, some things on Twitter. Yeah. People are like, are there blue-colored uh, uh, Doritos? No, shut yeah. up. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Why did I say shut uh, up? Cocker Daniel and I were looking up the history of Doritos the other day. Really? In the room. And they were invented at Disneyland. Do you know that? No. Yeah. So the guy a cure for the common cold. Well, the guy uh, was working at Disneyland, and he had a bunch of like leftover tortillas. This is in the '60s or something like that. And he or and he mixed in uh, with like taco seasoning or whatever, mm-hmm. and then started selling them at Disneyland. Mm. And uh, uh, and they were a huge hit. And then Frito Lay bought them. Okay. And then they started making Frito Lay. Okay. So that's really cool. And then this guy became uh, like a. Giant, a huge executive at Frito Lay. The legend. Is the legend like, of Dorito. Is his name John Dorito? No. That was the joke I made, too, though. Okay, okay. And his name was John Dorito. That would be awesome. <laughs> like, like, here, here's the sea of Doritos, like, uh, you know, Vinny Dorito. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Dorito, uh, can I get you a coffee? Yeah. How you doing? Merry Christmas from the Doritos. We should make Maybe a character Christmas named Dorito yeah. in something. Let's write like it down. John Dorito. Yeah, it's like the, like the chip. The um, Dorito. John chip. Dorito and Ron Dorito, they're identical twins. <laughs> John and Ron Dorito. R- Ron Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna have blue Doritos on the way out. Let's let's wrap this up, Lemmy. You could also have, have a lady a female character named Rhonda Rito. <laughs> Ron Hi, I'm Ronda Rito. Hi, Rhonda Rito. Rhonda Rito. Yeah. Hold on. This is how it happens, folks. And Shonda. Shonda Rito. Shonda Rito. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All um, right. All right. I'm eating some blue Doritos on the Me way too. Out. Fuck it. Wait, are we not supposed to eat the same thing again? Yeah, we can do no it. Rules. Bring the world together. Here, share. Let's share. Okay. Um, all right, you crew. Thanks very much for uh, hanging out with us. Uh, uh, go check out the special. Uh, Lemmy Heffern and the potential farewell tour anywhere that you stream or any cable platform service provider, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's funny. You're going to love it. All right. You and Shoe? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, you crew. Okay. We'll talk to you next week.